0: What's up, everybody? Merry 2020! Welcome to The Attic. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I appreciate your viewership, and I appreciate everybody who's subscribed and supported me so far. Um, I say every episode. It means the world to me, but um, I'll continue to let you know until you're sick of it. Uh, I hope everybody had a good holidays. Um, I'm really feeling really enthusiastic about this new year. Um, You know, the holidays are always a really cool time. Um before I get to my guest, I wanted to uh, take a minute in the beginning of this episode, just to say something real quick. Um, I took a couple months off from this podcast. It's been a, a roller coaster of emotions about it. I started this podcast about five episodes ago, roughly around four months ago, I think, and my original intention was to make this, you know, a place where I could talk to local artists, find out you know, how they got into the business and hopefully inspire other people to, you know, even if you're not doing this professionally, if you have a talent and you have a drive to keep at it. But, you know, I've had a whole bunch of insecurities about, you know, just having myself talking on a podcast, you know, having the world know who I am, you know, not the entire world may listen, but, you know, you put yourself out there, you know, it makes you feel vulnerable. This whole thing about doing podcasts is all about, you know, honesty, vulnerability, and, you know, just hearing people talk, have a genuine conversation because everybody's so sick of the mainstream script and nonsense that it kind of fuels us all. So, I um, you know, it's really hard to kind of put myself out there in a way like that to where I didn't really feel confident about it. But I've had a few select friends that have really pushed me and motivated me to get back into this and, you know, if I don't do it, it won't come. So I'm back at it. Um, You know, I'm going to be changing up the format a little bit. This is no longer going to be exclusively just a music podcast. I want to bring anybody in that I think is interesting, and I have questions for that I think you might find interesting as well. So I'm bringing a lot of that to here. I have a lot of cool friends and a lot of new people I've met over the past couple months that I plan on having in here, and we're going to be doing some cool stuff, so please stay tuned. I appreciate your continued support, and I promise to make this thing better every single episode as the best I can. Thank you so much. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Brown Cow
0: to count in there welcome everyone to the newest episode of jamming in the attic my what name up, is andre the days are here we're back, baby and i'm getting a call how unprofessional <laughs> damn we're welcome to the baby. podcast <laughs> my welcome name is one and all my name is andre as you know and after a way too long break i'm back um i kind of preface this. i preface this episode with a little explanation of you know why i've been gone but um, I'm really sorry about it. We're back, and I have here my first guest of the revamp
1: of the podcast, <laughs> even though it was only five episodes long to begin right. with. Well, I was the first guest of your first one. like Round one, I was your first guest. That's true. Round two, I'm the first guest.
0: That's true. Round two, Matt Talbot, everybody. What up? What's round up? two, fight. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Dude. That's true. I did a ton of trial runs of this podcast mm-hmm. before I even like figured out how to release it and do everything with it. And there are so many in the vault that have yet to be released. The vault. In the vault. All it- the criminating evidence <laughs> being kept locked away. Dude, it's it's so strange to record <laughs> yourself having a conversation and then to just publish it. You get so particular about what you say and why you say it and what you're saying
1: and it makes you think about what you say before you say it way more yeah and it's not natural but that's the whole point of a podcast people want to just hear a regular conversation yeah i mean i'm not one to really contemplate much on what i say before i say (laughs) well you're perfect for this yeah so i tend to um kind of free flow i mean i it's not like diarrhea of the mouth or anything like that. It but could
0: be. That's what it is for me.
1: Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> that's how you say stuff you don't want to say. That's true. How much of your regular life do you feel like
0: you're force-fed bullshit? Like you're watching something on TV or you're um, just consuming <clears throat> some sort of entertainment and you're like, just just isn't
1: genuine? Um, Honestly, man, like that's kind of hard to say because like I re like lately I really don't watch a lot of TV or anything like that I don't listen to the radio that's true I don't watch TV you're just a fire stick guy huh but lately I haven't even been watching shows like when Kaylee's not home I um shout out shout out to Kaylee my wife been with her for 15 years she's a saint for putting up with me for that long holla (laughs) um but when she's not home like lately I don't really watch shows that much I usually just like listen to music and like I recently downloaded a game on my phone so I've been playing that but you know I've been playing my PlayStation again too so (laughs) like to show how much television we watch there was a plane crash probably like
0: I remember that
1: five or six miles down the highway from our house and we had no idea it happened (laughs) was it that far away? Like not that far. Yeah, I mean it was like probably like six miles yeah. down Varro School Road. But Mister Gary, Kaylee's mom's boyfriend, um, called Kaylee and he was like, "Hey, what's going on with uh with that that plane crash? Y'all hear about that?" And I'm like, "Plane crash?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's on uh, Varro School Road." I'm like, "What the hell? Like <laughs> that's down the street. Like what the fuck?" And dude, like. There was a plane
0: crash in Lafayette, like under a month ago. Yeah,
1: I'm like, I, like all but one pe- person died. I think. Yeah, like five people died. That's crazy to be the one that didn't die. Mm-hmm. I think it 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 was either one or two survivors. I know, like probably three or four people died, and it was like a six passenger plane. You know, it was it was uh, small. It was a small private plane, and one of the um, people was um
0: one of the coaches or the athletic directors of LSU, their daughter, and they were going to the game in Georgia. Yeah. And do the whole game. They kept putting the camera on that guy. Because like, he just showed up and he we kept wanting to do his job. He didn't want to just miss the game. Right. Even though his daughter <clears throat> just died in a
1: plane crash. But his daughter in law. Oh, that's what it was that's what it it was his daughter in law. His son is I think his son's a journalist, a sports journalist, and she's a sports journalist. Mm. And he, the the father-in-law, is the athletic director for LSU or whatever, coordinator or whatever. I guess but, when it's the in-laws, you can. Well, show Well, dude, up the like game. they showed. Did you watch the game? Um, Monday? yeah, I watched like the the second half. Dude, like they showed him after you know the win and everything, and they were just like crying. It was like, damn, that's huge. Yeah, man. Not to put it on a depressing note. But no, but man. Just but that's
0: crazy that, you know, you could go through something like that and still go to work or still.
1: Oh, I know, right? I mean, dude, I still am struggling to get over losing Juju. Yeah, man. Juju was my cat.
0: Shout out to Juju.
1: Yeah. Shout out, baby.
0: Matt rescued her during Katrina, right? Mm hmm. The coolest cat. Yep. Literally. Rescued her out of a dumpster. In the Applebee's parking lot. And that was a particular cat. For people that don't know, it was a cutest can be cat. Like a real bright orange, fluffy, beautiful. But no one was allowed to touch her, except for Matt. (laughs) Matt was the cat whisperer.
1: The juju whisperer. The juju whisperer. But what was funny is she was solid orange. And that's really rare for a female orange cat usually males are solid orange females are orange and white yeah and every, that's why I've, her whole life people used to when people would meet her for the first time they'd be like oh he's so pretty i'm like it's a she and they're like it's a she that's she's true. A, she's solid orange i'm like yeah i know i never knew that but <laughs> you you do typically
0: see that like it's like mm-hmm. a a cat named uh, i know a lot of orange cats named stark People like to name their cat Stark. Stark. Yeah, I think Mm. it's because of the Avengers and stuff. Oh, okay. Or maybe I just have a lot of Avenger friends. I don't know. <laughs> but any orange cat I've met, oh, and then there's one named Ricky. Basically, they're Ricky. they're all uh, L- L- Ricky's a low rider. He's he was born with like these nubby legs, like all of them, what? like they're all half the size of a regular cat. What? So whenever he comes through a room, it's like that
1: meme: "Oh Lord, he coming!" <laughs> like,
0: he's just riding low. To well, the ground.
1: I've seen uh, I've seen like a video on a cat that has that same condition, and it's like normal looking cat, but just all four legs really are tiny half the legs. size, and they just they just running like
0: that. It's <laughs> like that Scooby Doo animated sound, like do, 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 as
1: they run from room to room. Oh man, that's funny.
0: Um, earlier, we were telling some really funny stories as we do, um, and I had one that I was going to tell you, but I was saving it for this moment right here. Go for it. So he was mentioning a a job Matt worked at um I think Lowe's he had Mm -hmm. a buddy that like got arrested at work and it was a crazy scene I in the eighth grade I saw something I've never seen ever again in my life just like how like the way this scenario played out and it's really short story I was in eighth grade I'm in I think it was an English class I just remember I didn't really like this class um and there was this dude That's an unnecessary detail. And there was this dude who was, like, always getting in trouble. Like, he was just this way... One of those guys that was way too old to be in our class. Like, he failed too many times. (laughs) Just a troublemaker. He was, like, like 16 in the 8th grade, you know? Oh, God. (laughs) So, did he drive a dirt bike to school? (laughs) uh, I I don't know how he got there. But he... just one day, we're in class. We're like either taking a test or we're reading something, like something to where the entire class is silent. And the teacher is like just at the desk. Everyone's looking down. You can quietly hear the door open. And not everybody, I re- remember noticing this, not everybody noticed the door open. And it was the school cop and one of the principals. And they just came in and they looked at this dude. And He looked up, looked at him, and the guy went, like, just motioned his finger, like, come on. And, like, no words words were said. Not one was said. Guy gets up, turns around, just puts his hands behind his back. Cop walks up to him, cuffs him, and then just slowly walks him out. And then the um, principal grabbed his book bag and stuff and closed the door, and they just left. And then it was almost to the point where the teacher was like had her hands up, like, like the teacher
1: had no idea what was going on. Yeah, like
0: what? And not everyone in the class even knew.
1: Like when they like left, the did you just arrest one of my students?
0: Yeah, when one when <laughs> when they left, someone was like, "Did that dude just get arrested?" And everyone just put their heads up and they're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Looking around and it's just mass confusion. And I was like, "I have never in my life thought." that someone could get arrested that casually and quickly. Oh, like yeah, it's man. like we got shit to do. We getting arrested or what? Like he's like hands behind back out the door.
1: Oh dude. In the 8th grade. I I saw people get arrested in junior high and high school.
0: Yeah. Well, it was mostly for fights or drugs, right? Yeah. I think that was the two things that yeah. could happen and
1: And like dude, I saw like on on not I'm not going to say several, probably like two or three occasions they were like racial riots in junior high and high school like like i remember in junior high everybody went out for, like lunch bell rang everybody made it out to the yard for lunch and everybody it's normal everybody's going about their business and then all of a sudden everybody notices that out in the yard all the guys are lined up Two lines and it's all the white dudes and all the black dudes. And they're just standing across from one another, just staring each other down. We're like, Oh my god. <laughs> like like we just grabbed our shit and we were just ready to run. Like we we're just waiting for somebody to throw a punch. We're like as soon as it happens, we're out of here and we have <laughs> legitimate reason to ditch school because it's like this is threatening. And dude, I don't know what what sparked it, but somebody fucking threw a punch and it just it was a riot between like races yeah like black dudes and white dudes wow just duking it out fucking fighting shit um i work for
0: a vending machine company right now one of the dudes at terabone high they have these cages in front of the vending machines so like because they're outside so people can't just like bust the glass and a fight like that broke out and it was this swarm with the fight in the middle and like it was moving around the yard just oh, the people Lord. trying to watch the fight and people actually fighting and he said he had to get behind that cage like a shield <laughs> oh shit <laughs> just like be gone 18 year olds be
1: gone <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah man like i remember when we were in, at home with junior high like cuz there's home with junior high and then right next door is Terrabone. and when we were in junior high Jeff's brother Ryan was in at Terrabone. And they had a riot at Tarbone. I think he came and like picked us up or something. Like somehow or another, the junior high side found out about it, and like we we were like meeting in the middle. So he was gonna pick us up because like I think somebody got stabbed in the stairwell and shit. Like it was like they had people all over the football field. It was crazy,
0: bro. I
1: mean, it's just crazy
0: how people be crazy, man. How often did public school do you feel like a jail, like or like a prison? Like not to say it's that extreme to just like go to class and be stuck someplace, but you're around this mass group of kids. A lot of them are like troubled kids. A lot of them are, you know, just squares and a lot of them are a little somewhere in the middle, probably like us. You know, we weren't yeah, goody two shoe kids, but we weren't bad kids either. Right. So You know, just having that mass group of people all collected together without a really a purpose, everyone just has to go to this place called school. It's bound to happen where you have like things like huge fights happen, or you just have like ugly stuff go down. Yeah, just because you're in just a a mixed group. And the reason I would compare it to like jail or prison, it sounds extreme. It's definitely a lot better than jail or prison. But you have to be forced to be in an environment with people you don't necessarily well, want to and, be around, or maybe even dangerous uniforms,
1: people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, the uniform policy didn't get enforced on me until my senior year in high school. I bet you a lot of people don't even know, like, that
0: school, like public schools, do that. Right. Well, dude, like yeah, because it's
1: not like a, a nationwide thing. You yeah, know? it's totally like a local thing because like there's kids in Texas that go to school with normal clothes on. Yeah. You know, but when I was in junior high, dude, I used to wear like ripped up jeans, fucking Pearl Jam T-shirts and shit. What's your take on that uniforms? Well, I think it's fucking school? stupid. Me too. I think it's stupid as fuck.
0: Well, the, the argument I hear everyone say is that it prevents... Um, people from picking on kids because of their like
1: they gonna find something to pick on them about.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the point. <laughs>
1: that, it's high school. It doesn't. And it even, just diverts them from picking on them about their clothes, so if, they're gonna pick on them about their teeth or their hair or their feet. If you don't have enough money for
0: good clothes, you don't have enough money for nice uniforms. So I mean, you'll just get made fun of for that, right? Or something else about you, right?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like people who are bullies, they're gonna fucking find. Something to bully you about. You know what I'm saying? Whether you know, the way you look, your weight, your your you know, teeth, ears, shoot, whatever, man. They gonna find something. It's bullshit. But
0: that's some people's, I think, only experience of like quote unquote the real world. True. You know, dealing with things like that. That shapes you, you either makes you or breaks you, I think. No,
1: yeah. I mean, definitely doesn't justify it but it definitely toughens your skin like to some degree stuff like that is necessary you know like you need to know how like I tell Kaylee all the time like I think everybody should know how to fight like just at least basic basic defense skills you know what I'm saying because you you never know what can happen and you should always be able to defend yourself you know what I'm saying well and it's um, not difficult you know you're a black belt and I mean I am you became that how many years ago uh I've been training for 10 years and so since about 2010 well I mean I've been training for 10 years but I've been a black belt for maybe three years three or four years How would you say your confidence and your
0: overall just, like, I don't know, maybe social anxiety have been affected,
1: like, between not knowing karate and then being in the level of it you are now? Confidence, 100%. Like, I have 100%, like, way more confidence in myself, in my awareness, in my ability to diffuse a situation in my ability to <clears throat> defend myself or my family or my friends if I need to. Social anxiety, I mean, I still have the same anxiety as I always did. You know, it's just something I deal with. But, like, martial arts is, is fucking awesome.
0: But and, you've noticed a shift in oh, for life.
1: Sure. for sure. Like, it's the fact that I know how to fight is awesome. But the most important takeaway is all the stuff that I've applied to my life from the knowledge that I've learned from training, you know, like it's changed my life. Yeah. Martial arts isn't just a hobby. Like it's a way of life. And, you know, I tell everybody like you being able to defend yourself and fight, that's cool, but that's a bonus. Right. It's not about being a tough guy. The real real reward is all the knowledge that you gain that you can apply to your work, to your relationships, to your friendships, to your everyday life. And you can see it change because you're being a better person. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's awesome. I think it, I'm of course listening to Joe Rogan all the
0: time and I've been motivated to get into some sort of martial art myself. I used to as up when I was a kid, but like the way Joe Rogan describes it, he goes, it's better to be out in life and if a situation were to happen you know you have options rather than being somebody who panics in the sight of danger because you're not trained you don't know i mean because you could just be the nicest guy in the world and you're gonna have some asshole out there somewhere you're gonna be on vacation somewhere somewhere where a lot of people are together maybe there's alcohol involved oh yeah and somebody wants to prove how tough they are and you could always be the target of that you know, and it does. You don't even have to incite anything. You don't even have to provoke anything. Sure. You know that, I mean, it's stuff. A lot possible of assholes out there. Yeah, dude. I wonder the ratio, how many assholes to good people there <laughs> are. Assholes to not, a,
1: assholes, not assholes, not Because there's a lot. They are. There are a lot of assholes. Um. But yeah, like, like martial arts, it, it teaches you to fight, but more so, it teaches you how to react. Right, you know, and that's what self defense is about—is reaction. I feel like the good proper reaction, the
0: good martial arts, are teach you how to get away from trouble.
1: I, I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily get away from trouble. Like, if if you're somebody that's not comfortable with confrontation, sure, there's techniques that you know you can defuse someone and run away you know you can do something that gives you time to run away but personally i think if you're in a true situation where you know you're having to call upon fighting your life is in danger or your safety is in danger you're not going to be able to run away that easy you're going to have right. to you're going to have to know how to stand there and go toe to toe at some point yeah, well, to I some mean, degree, I mean, in regards to like distancing yourself or like
0: creating room or creating yeah, space, sure. that kind of thing. Absolutely, like, teaches you a, like be aware of your surroundings and know if something's going down. Like you know, the way to quickly defend yourself and defuse it. You know, rather than prolong a, a, a whole
1: fight. You know? sure before. I started training like when I would go into a bar or any type of public place. You know, I would just walk in there casually and just be one like narrow minded, seeing or narrow sighted I should say, like just seeing what I see. And now when I go somewhere, I'm I'm canvassing the room. I'm being aware of everything around me. You know, I'm when I'm walking around, I'm just constantly making sure, you know, I, I'm aware of everything around me. And, you know, sometimes people are like, man, that sounds kind of paranoid. And it's like, no. That's I'm, how you should be in life, for yeah, sure. I mean, I'm just, I'm on guard, you know? I'm That's what our style is about. Our style is 100% self-defense. Yeah. So the best way to defend yourself is to be aware of everything around you.
0: There's a difference between, like, just recognizing your surroundings and being paranoid of your surroundings. Those are two different things for sure. Yeah. But I try to do that all the time. And like with the job I have, I have to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because especially because a lot of places I go to, there's like all this crazy machinery and stuff going on around me. So you,
1: you, uh, you carry money, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I got a safe, sometimes that freaks me out because like in our trucks, We have a safe where, like, we have these bags. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I work for a vending machine company. So I'll go to a vending machine, collect the money from the vending machines, work them, do everything. And then when I get back to my truck, I drop them in the safe. And when I open it, it's closed, like. You you can't stick a hand in there right, or anything. Right. And so sometimes I wonder, like, if I got robbed because like the keys stay at the office. So like whenever I go, then you back can't home, open it. Yeah. Like so if I got stuck up, I can be like the safe's back there. I don't have the keys. Here's all the keys I have. Try them all if you want. I don't have yeah. it.
1: <laughs> Good luck opening that yeah. motherfucker. <laughs>
0: yep. And sometimes I'm like, damn, that's enough for me to get shot because they're gonna think, man, you got the key. I'm like, check me out, take right, my keys, right, right,
1: take it, take everything. You can try everything to try to open that. That's all I have. But I'm, I'm like Superman, you know, I can't be touched.
0: So <laughs> can't won't happen. Yeah.
1: How you been, man? Overall, I've been all right, man. Just uh, trying to recover from the holidays. Oh yeah, freaking nonstop. But uh, it's starting to. Get busy again, Mardi Gras and all that. That's true, man. I can't wait for the Mardi Mardi Gras. Gras. Mardi Gras. I can't wait for the inevitable podcast that is to come from right now. Oh boy, you gonna be coming around? Yeah, I I mean, depending on Kaylee's travel situation, you know what she's doing around Mardi Gras. um, You know, I'd like to come out here for the for the Hercules Parade oh dude you know come out here for that weekend man please come out for that weekend hercules
0: parade the next week you're welcome as well i'm gonna have so many people here though um like you're welcome to be a part of it but if we can get some like quality time and like have one of those nights like we had forever ago i think we should retell that story first of all me and Matt have been contemplating a podcast forever, and one of my embarrassing moments of like, you know, trying to, I don't know what you say, speedball this this podcast and my attic production pro- podcast I mean, my uh, attic production projects. I put out uh, advertisement for <laughs> our podcast, and we never did anything. <laughs> We never, we never did. I mean, we got the podcast in the vault, but like we said, we can't release all of
1: it. Yeah, some of... Uh, I mean, there, there's, there's useful material, so maybe like, if there was a way you can take like pieces the best from of. best of everything and kind of <laughs> splice it together. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's, there's usable content in all of those conversations, but each conversation as a whole, it's like, eh, <laughs> I well, don't know well, about that. What are we going <laughs> to do
0: about this, Matt? What are we
1: going to do? What are we going to do about what? our podcast. We have to record some stuff, man. And look, um, like I was talking to you over the weekend, starting next week, I'm probably going to be spending three days in New Orleans. Right. So, you know, I, I can stay over here three nights a week. And, you know, when we're both off of work, we could just be chilling here and Recording stuff.
0: Yeah, we'll make some think? episodes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, all right. Well, that's how it's going to work. I forgot we had that. Co- I mean, I didn't forget, but I wasn't thinking about it right now. Yeah. But we did have that conversation. Matt's going to be around here a bit, so we're going to put out ch- uh chilling. Yeah, man. If our idea was um, kind of a storytelling <laughs> podcast, but, you know, it's kind of like Matt's talk show. We're going to have
1: guests on. We're going to have... Yeah, and I since I'm going to be staying here for a couple of nights, I can try to get Jeff on here. That'd be cool. You know? Because I think a, a week night could probably be a little easier for him because it's like if he's if he's off, he can just come over here, hang out for a bit, and then go home, yeah,
0: so um idea for our first guest yeah, 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 well, I'm excited man. we definitely need to i'm um and this time folks, when you see me advertise it, that means it's, it's coming for real out. it's coming it's out. for real. I learned a lot of lessons with trying to start this. You know when you ever oh, I mean you learn
1: as you go, dude.
0: Well, you ever go into something that you're so sure of with this like mindset of this is the way it has to go, like like ABC. Right. You want you want it done a certain way, so right? You this feel like
1: you have to follow it.
0: I've and I saw so many people's podcasts in L.A. and stuff, and they, it's all routine, and they all have like just I don't know these quirks about them or this structure to it. So I tried to apply that over here and what I found was you know everything felt forced. Well, I was doing things to put it out instead of doing it to create it.
1: And you have to you have to understand like it's not like they just created that structure and started doing it like they that's they, true. They built that structure over trial and error just like you're doing. And just like they have a structure and quirks and a way they do about things. You're going to build that at some point, and then you, it's going to be fluid. I appreciate but it. Yeah, man. I mean, you, that, that's how it works. You know, I mean, that's what we're doing for work. You know, I work for uh, a new distillery, and, you know we, know, we went into this not knowing much to do <laughs> on, on how to get a new brand of alcohol out in the market and succeed. So it's been a lot of times it's been trial and error. Like, let's see how this works and let's see how this event works. And, you know, you look at it as, you know, reward to to input. And if it's not enough, then, okay, well, we don't do this again. Right. You know, you know not to waste your time and your efforts on that. And you can focus on something else that's going to yield a better reward.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing here. I'm just looking at it. I'm like, Okay, that wasn't as productive as I thought. So, right. I'm going to let things come naturally with a commitment to consistently release it. And I mean, that's what I promise everybody listening to this, you know. I'm I'm not going to have a set day every week that I release this, but I'm going to have one at least a week and I'm going to keep it consistent and I'm going to try to just have people on to be interesting. Yeah. I also formatted it as a um, you know, a music podcast, but there's only so many people in this community that I can really get into about that. Um and I have so many people, I have so many times where I'm just having a regular conversation with somebody and I'm just so stimulated and interested and like I'm like this these are the kind of conversations I crave and I'm like I want to do this on my podcast because this right here, you know, we don't have our phones out. There's not regular distractions, going to the door, running to the kitchen, you know, doing all this stuff. We can actually sit down with each other and have a a long conversation about something interesting. And I feel like people want that and I want to put out content and I want to, you know, display that along with everything else I'm doing. I'm so excited about the music I'm putting out. I'm so excited to let everybody know, we're working on some animations. Oh yeah, we have a script written. <laughs> Matt's gonna try
1: out some voices. Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm pretty pretty excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've had this life. I, I have these these this small amount of specific life goals that I've always wanted to achieve, and it's just like specific to me. You may some may find them. Weird or whatever, you know, but it's just something that I've always thought about. And one of them is like I would like a dream job would be to be like the voice of a cartoon character, like Hank Azaria, how he does. He does like 90 percent of the voices on The Simpsons, you know, so like that's crazy, dude. I I mean, he could just sit in there and just record whole seasons of the show because he does all the voices. That's kind of
0: like what I'm at end up doing until I have people like you and other people come and join in. Every time I ask somebody to kind of be a part of something, it's either a nah, or a, absolute yes. Right. So <clears throat> I don't know. I I feel like until I get this up and running and people are like, "Oh, an animation, you know, a cartoon I'm like you." Okay. Like how good can this possibly be?
1: I mean, I'm I'm down to to participate whenever cuz I mean, it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just fun. It's goofing around. Yeah. I mean
0: I wrote this and I, I just had a blast writing it. You know, <laughs> so even if I have to voice it, it's a um well I'm not gonna give too much away, but basically it's a, um a guy and a girl and so I'm gonna Office be like a
1: situation. Yeah, so I'm gonna be like, <laughs> like that that's gonna
0: <laughs> that's gonna be the cartoons. <laughs> I you gave people. so
1: much away on that, dude. I know. I think everybody out there knows exactly what you're going to be putting out now. I fucking nope. ruined it, man. Yep, you totally ruined <laughs> the fucking surprise, We're man. we have to cut it out, shit. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. Yeah. Man. Um. But, yeah, man, like, you know, if, if all it is is conversation, then cool. All it is is conversation. But, like, if the person you're talking to, you know, has some kind of – talent or something about them whether it be music or you know telling jokes or whatever you know you could incorporate into that into the conversation and then you know if you feel like inspired on the fly or something like that you know you can do something on the fly yeah you know that's what I liked about the the episode we tried to record and like (laughs) Paul fell asleep. And oh all that my shit. god! Like cooking the biscuits and all that, dude. That was fucking dope. Man. The
0: unreleased podcast, right? I still have it. I don't. I don't know if we can release that. <laughs> it's it's some- just. It's just a big drunk mess, basically. Right. And there's a bunch of dead space. Oh yeah, me and me and you want to tell it, Matt, how we came about doing that. Yeah.
1: So so, I've always had this idea of some kind of like talk show and. It would be, it would be, the untitled Action Bronson show is basically the idea I've had. (laughs) Like, it's a show where you're just hanging out, you know, drinking good drinks, cooking food, you know, just having people play music and, you know, have like a house band or something like that. And he's got the, um, oh shoot, I can't remember their names offhand, but, um, you know, it's, it's just a chill show. And that was the idea I had for this podcast where I was going to have a guest and we were just going to hang out and I was going to cook something. And, you know, we were just going to play some music because me and this guy used to play music back in the day. So I was like, cool, we can, we agreed on a song we were going to play and everything. And so it's happening and he gets wasted. Paul gets wasted and (laughs) passes out. And I'm like, this is the one we tried. Yeah, and this motherfucker wakes up and he's like, "Oh, come on, let's play that song." I'm like, "Ain't no way you playing a goddamn song right now, man! You can't it's even stand be the worst up." Worst song ever recorded. Yeah, you can't even stand up. And then like the next morning, he woke up. He's like, "Man, I'm 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 uh, I'm bummed. I missed out on the sausage biscuits." I'm like, "Motherfucker, you had two of them. Yeah, you didn't remember. <laughs> I did too. Those you were You fucking good. scarfed them down. I was like, you and Andre each had two.
0: Matt." So, we yeah, we're doing this podcast and the condenser mics are just picking up everything and we're all drunk and we had a friend with us along with Paul <laughs> and um, Matt's wife, Kaylee, my cousin, and everyone's just kind of talking and we were watching um, these old home movies that Matt and the guys made back in the day and they were awesome. Um, yeah,
1: dude. That was a blast. Yeah,
0: it was a fun time, but as far as like content, we were all over the place. <laughs> oh, sure.
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it would be one thing if we would have a video feed. Yeah. For that, that would have been super entertaining, but as far as just an audio podcast like uh eh. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of a lot of garbage. I think a drunk podcast would be fun. But oh, sure, um, it but just has it, to it was be. Just, it was too busy. It was too much going on.
0: Yeah, I have one in the vault called "The Guys Do Wine Night," and me and my <laughs> friends, we were here, and like it was some sort of occasion where we didn't have much money between us. But we had, like, two boxes of wine from, like, some party that had already come about. Like, box wine? Like, Franzia? Yeah. Oh, so, God. just a shit ton of horrible wine. Yeah. And so, we started drinking it. I have the fridge up here, so we didn't have to go downstairs or anything. <laughs> so, I started setting up the mics, and I'm like, y'all, let's do a podcast. Because I was trying to, like, record a lot just to get the right. test running. And, dude, that was pretty fun. And the wine was flowing. Yeah, we were roasting each other. And I, one of the reasons I can't air it is because my beloved friend, Cameron... Who is one of my best friends refuses to be on the air. Um, I think we should start a hashtag. Put Cameron on the podcast, right? And you know, hashtag stop
1: being dumb, Cameron. It was hilarious, but he doesn't want to be on the air. Oh goodness, man! I can't drink wine like that because I fucking pass out. Like wine puts me to sleep, man. Wine puts me in a weird place. Oh man, I get I get so like loose and tired. Like I drink too much wine. I'm like out. Dude, that's the thing. It's kind of like... It's alcohol
0: of itself. It's an ancient alcohol. People drank wine back in the medieval days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think you get a little medieval whenever you drink
1: it. (laughs) Well, now, understand today want like you know that wasn't no pinot noir that oh, no. they were making in the middle of that was some shit that you know that that was fucking barley wine you know that
0: <laughs> musky um muscadine that musky red wine that like the kind of wine that's so red you can't really i don't know i can't really drink it it's so dry oh like shiraz Merlot's
1: Yeah, but like two, like times ten. That's what I imagine people had back then. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of it was barley wine, which is technically beer, but you know, it's a wine because of how it's how it's. Well, I think the 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 final outcome or something like that. The you know, want to hear something crazy? What everything, no matter if you're making beer, spirits, whatever, everything starts as beer, like. Our, our product that we make, it starts as beer, like really gross beer, but it starts as beer. And then what makes it different from what breweries do and what we do, after that beer is made, then breweries go in a different direction and, and make it into a finer product. Whereas we go in a direction where we distill that beer and it becomes a spirit. It's interesting the process of oh, making things like mm-hmm. that. Wait wait till we're given tours, man. It's it's super cool. Do
0: you think you could apply what you know about your distillery and like distill something
1: at home if you wanted oh, to? Oh fuck no. I'm not involved with the the production. Oh really? like I, yeah, I mean like I did like before we were on the market, you know, I was like bottling, barreling, you know, cleaning bottles, cleaning barrels, you know, proofing all that shit, but as far as like the the process and the fermenting and the distillation nah, i i don't know a thing about that
0: <laughs> um i looked up something about m- medieval drinks in the middle of ages how <laughs> in the middle ages however concerns over purity medical recommendations and low prestige of water made it less flavored Alcoholic beverages were always preferred. They were seen as more nutritious and beneficial to digestion than water, <laughs> with the invaluable bonus of being less prone to putre- putre- what putre- what putrefication uh, due to the alcohol content. God, I can't read. Yeah. Um, one more paragraph. <laughs> Wine was consumed on a daily basis in most of France and all over the Western Mediterranean, wherever grapes were cultivated. Blah, 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 blah. The drinks commoners in northern parts of the continent, primarily beer or ale. So, basically, it was beer and wine, and you had no choice but to drink alcohol because it was the only thing you knew that was clean or well, sterile.
1: So, beer came from when the, the Puritans were coming. Well, I don't even think it was specifically the Puritans. It's just when people traveled by boat across the oceans to different lands, they would have their water in barrels and they would be on that ship for so long that water would start to ferment and develop bacteria in it and oh, yeah? it would turn into beer. And that's where beer comes from.
0: But you didn't need... I mean, that can make alcohol, but you don't need like
1: wheat added to it and stuff to make it actually like well, beer. Well, but because I think somehow like the yeast was cultivated and activated with it like they may have had... Something else in there with the water, but I'm pretty sure, like, it, like, alcohol comes from, you know, water rotting on ships, and them being like, hey, we can drink this, and it'd be fun. I don't know how, I mean, I guess a lot of people didn't survive back then. Well, dude, you gotta imagine, like, back then, like, drinking nasty booze is the least of your worries. (laughs) That's true. You know what I'm saying? There was so much other crazy shit to worry about, like... People were like, oh, fuck, yeah, I could drink that.
0: Commoners <laughs> probably didn't have locks on their doors. The floors were mud. Um, basically, at any time, somebody could, like, rape and pillage your your yeah, your just, village or town. Was free for all. Yeah, uh, just a group of tough guys could come in, and if they were strong enough, they could beat you up and take your stuff mm-hmm. and leave. Yeah,
1: take everything you have. And, I mean, what do you think it, life was like on a fucking, like on a ship out in the, in the middle of the sea? You know what I'm saying? Like living on a boat, like a pirate or something. Yeah. Dude, what do people? I watched get... some cool YouTube videos recently on like pirate life and like what, uh, what life was like on on a ship, like on the ocean, and like what were certain things that were required for a pirate life and stuff like that. It's fucking interesting, dude. Super fucking interesting. Like, you know what the the significance of pirate earrings? Like, do you know like Pirates having earrings is actually a it serves a purpose. It's not just I used to know that, but what is that purpose? It so when they would have earrings, they were able to like weave like earplugs into their earrings to hold earplugs in their ears, so that when they were shooting cannons, their ears wouldn't ring, so they were able to hear better than their opponents because they were wearing earplugs, and the earplugs were held in their ears by their earrings. Damn! Sorry, I was drinking water. Damn. Yeah, dude. I didn't know
0: that. I I knew there was some sort of like meaning to it.
1: And you want to hear something else cool? I thought this was super cool. What? the the legendary uh, pirate Blackbeard? Like he was the most feared pirate of of all time ta- of like American history. Or so the know, story whatever. says. Right. Like the the history is that Blackbeard was the f- most feared pirate of them all. And to intimidate his his to intimidate anybody, you know, not necessarily his enemies, just to intimidate anyone around him, he would weave hemp into his beard and light it on fire. And that way, especially in battle, when he would be fighting his enemies, his beard would be like glowing and smoking and people would like freak out and disorientate him. You gotta be a tough
0: son (laughs) of a bitch.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so basically he man. would light his beard on fire dude
0: <laughs> yeah bro he was um he was steve-o before steve-o man
1: dude i'm telling you man that like i'm a sucker for list of videos on youtube like that's kind of my thing i watch like top most yeah NFL. like top top 10 top most and stuff like that i get into that too yeah and i'll go down a wormhole for for a minute and um i saw this video it was like uh, top ten scariest pirates of all time, or something like that. It was cool, dude. It was cool because man, they did some crazy fucking shit, bro. Like just fucking, like check this out. So I saw this other video. It was the top most cruel ways of punishment on a pirate ship. And there's this there's this method of punishment called keel hauling. You ever heard of that? No. So keel hauling is where they strip you naked, they string you up like by your feet, hang you from the mast, and then tie a rope over, around your your arms like this. So you're hanging upside down like this by the mast, and the end that's tied to your hands passes under the boat and comes out the top. It comes out of the the other side of the boat. And is connected to the mast on the other ends. It's like a pulley system, yeah. Yeah. And they string you up, and they fucking pull the rope, and you fucking go under water, and your naked body is passed under the boat along the keel of the boat, where there's barnacles everywhere. Which
0: I imagine back then, that's a pretty large ship, so that's a oh, long dude, you're time under, underwater. Oh, they
1: said like if you don't drown from the time that it takes to pass you under the boat like you're just ripped to shreds by razor-sharp barnacles. Mm. And if you make it to the other end and you're still alive, they'll pass you under multiple times. Oh, they, they're, they're trying to kill you. Well, not necessarily, because the video also said, like, if for some reason you, you survive a few passes, you would end up just dying because you, you have such terrible infections from all the wounds from the barnacles that you would just die from sepsis. Dude. Oh yeah. But yeah. when they were Ooh. describing that, I was like, that is fucking brutal. Well, good
0: times. <laughs>
1: well, good times. <laughs> fucking keel hauling, dog. I can't I imagine. Like, dude. That's I'm, that sounds fucking brutal. And today we're upset about
0: a line too long or not having immediate right. access to the internet.
1: You ever watched that show Vikings?
0: No, but I've heard of that, yeah.
1: What you ever heard of a a blood eagle? No. So listen to this. So a Viking form of, like, when they would take over uh, a town or whatever. You know so much shit, man. Well, dude, <laughs> it's from watching fucking YouTube videos, dog. <laughs> like, so when a, when a Viking clan would, you know, over, overtake a, 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 a settlement, they would, you know, take over and they would dethrone the king and a way they would, like, execute the king they would put him on, like, a stage in front of all his people, and he would be on his knees with his arms out like that on these, like, stands. And one of the other Vikings would get behind him and cut, like, from the top of his, from the bottom of his neck all the way down, like, the middle of his back. Just cut it and then open, like, peel the skin back and open it. Open his back up to where his ribs were exposed. Ooh. Then they would take an axe and hack the ribs and separate them at the spine all the way down. While dude's alive? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude's fucking alive. Ooh. Fucking hacking with an axe, breaking the ribs at the spine all the way down on both sides, and then taking those ribs.
0: Ooh, that's hard to hear. Man. Dude, it's
1: fucking gnarly. <laughs> Taking those ribs and fucking breaking them to where they're pointing out, and then taking the lungs out of the person's what the fuck? taking the lungs out and draping them over the ribs so that and it's called a blood eagle because it simulates wings coming out of their back. Right.
0: That's just horrific,
1: dude. And look on that show Vikings, they fuck it, they have two episodes where one of the Vikings performs that. And, I mean, it's not, you know, it's graphic, but it says graphic for television. Yeah. And, I mean, there's obviously some... Obviously te- not real. Well, and, I mean, there's some television networks like A&E, FX. I mean, dude, they get very, very liberal with the violence and with the graphicness. Dude, like, American Horror Story, bruh, I don't know if you watch that, but, like, their most recent season... It was fucking violent and gory and sex and fucks everywhere. Like, dude, I was like, man, I cannot believe this is cable
0: television. That show transformed for sure. I wasn't sure if it was. Um, well, every still season's good always wasn't. been different. Like well, that's
1: always been a thing.
0: Well, I was a huge fan. I'm not. I'm not dissing the show or anything. I don't. I haven't watched it in a long time, but. Um I was a huge fan of the first three seasons. I thought Murder House was amazing. That was always my favorite one. Yeah, well, mine was um, Asylum. I loved Asylum. That one was good, too. And then I also liked Coven. A lot of people diss Coven. I didn't like it. Yeah, it
1: was... I mean, I this thought... This wasn't my thing. I I'm not dissing it. It just wasn't my thing. You I
0: know? Th- it just became a different show, I think. But, I mean, every season is different. I, it's hard to say that. But um, I liked it. Um, what was the the main lady's name? What Lang... Oh, uh. Um, Something Lang. Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Yeah. I love the her. The bitch. In that sh- yeah. Um. I love her, man. And then, uh, the fourth season, I didn't really get to watch because that's when I moved to Nashville and I didn't have cable. And this was before everything I think had a streaming The fourth service. season
1: was the, the circus one.
0: Yeah. Freak show. I missed that one. Or Carnival. And then I, I saw, but I saw a few episodes from, friends. it was good. That I liked it. it. I, the few episodes I saw were good, but, um, I heard people talk shitty about it. I mean, I guess you can't listen to it. It was one
1: care. of those seasons where like it was kind of 50-50. You either liked it or you didn't. Right. You know, because it was just like a traveling freak show. And there was like all kind of like drama and shit within the community and all that. And the fifth one was about a hotel, huh? Yeah, that one was good, dude. Yeah. That, Lady, that was the first one with Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, That one was really good. Who she played? She plays, like, the main character, pretty much. Like, one of the main characters. Oh, really? She plays... Is it, like, a human? Like, alive? Or, like, a... I mean, if you want to watch it, I don't want to spoil it for you. Mm. Because... Like... Is it on Netflix? uh, I might watch it. American Horror? I I don't know if that's on Netflix. It might be on Hello. (laughs) Um, But the most recent season was fucking dope, dude. Like hulu if you could watch the the very uh the most recent season it was super good you can watch it on hulu hulu it's called um uh nineteen eighty four i think american horror store nineteen eighty four and it's like it's like like Friday the thirteenth campy horror you know what i'm saying like it takes place on a fucking like summer camp ground and it's like fucking I like that, yeah. a slasher runner dude it's fucking dope it was so good and ryan murphy does so well with like taking his fictional story and like weaving in like real people you know like real criminals or real people from real life and weaving them into their story and it's like like richard ramirez is a character in the most recent season. And it's like, it's crazy because you're watching, it's like, wow, that totally fucking like made sense and meshed together, you know? And it's like like Richard Ramirez in an American Horror Story season. That's crazy. It was good, man. I like that, um, I guess you call it a franchise. Mm-hmm. I liked them though. Oh, dude, Ryan Murphy's a good. fucking genius, man. He's super creative. Because I mean, he does so much more than American Horror Story. What's the best horror, um, either a show or a film,
0: or both, that you've seen? Can you tell? Of all time? Of all time. Oof. I mean, maybe not
1: of all time, because it's hard to think well, about tell all the you movies, what, but a, the a one good, that comes to mind. So, well, something comes to mind really quick, because we, we just finished watching it, is um, it's a Stephen King thriller series on Hulu called uh, Castle Rock. Dude, that show is fucking awesome. It's like something new he wrote? Uh, I mean the the second season just came out. Like it's it's I think it's It's a, like newer. It's yeah, it's I think it's a book. I'm pretty sure Castle Rock is a book that they made a a series adaptation from it and dude, and each season is different but involve like there's there's characters that overlap and there's a connection made but there's completely different stories in each season, you know what I'm saying? It follows a different character. Oh, but it cool. takes place on castle. It all takes place in Castle Rock and some of the things involved in each season intertwine with one another. So it connects the two seasons. Dude, it's an excellent show. Nice. The first season was fucking dope. The sex- second season was fucking incredible. Like second season was definitely my favorite of the two. It was good, dude. And what's it called? Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check
0: that out, man. Um, what
1: about a movie? Let's see. I mean, dude, it's so funny. Like, all we watch is horror movies, you, so you would think I'd be able to just spit them off one after another. Um, <laughs> it's hard, though, when you watch a lot. I think back to
0: the old ones. There's some, I love <clears> new <throat> scary movies because they've got the technology now to where they can really, like psychologically like hook you into a movie right but you got the visual part there's something about those old horror movies when you put them in the context of the time and like just watching it like the first exorcist like it doesn't hold up to today's standards of horror movies but if you go back and watch it and you like just, like, just check it out and, like, look at it through the mindset of someone
1: in the 70s oh, seeing dude. a horror
0: movie for the first time? Well, that's why movies
1: movies like that back then, like, they were fucking attacked and, like, banned and shit. Yeah. The and devil like, had taken over right, the movie because it's like, you think about that now, and it's like, that's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. But back then, that was fucking brand new to people. They're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, you know, directors... Fucking visualizing demon possession like that on a big screen. (laughs) People wouldn't know how to fucking handle that. It's like your mother's in the
0: room. Would you like to give her a message? Like just straight up new stuff about the guy. That's creepy. And he's yeah. like whoa And then the first scene of that movie. Demi, why you do this? Why you do this? Why you do this to, why me? You do
1: this to <laughs> me, Demi?
0: The first scene of that movie is them singing along and playing the piano, and they're having a whole like dinner party in the living room. and Then she comes down in her nightgown and she looks at the dude. I think he was like an astronaut or something, and she's like, "You're gonna die up there." Or something, and she just pisses herself. That's Imagine not the first that. scene of the movie. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Yeah, whenever they first come in.
1: No, but the first scene of the movie is in the desert when they find the artifact. You know what I'm conflating
0: <laughs> um, the exorcist with? What? What? <laughs> scary movie 2. <laughs> well, that's the first scene of scary movie 2. Right, right. That scene is
1: taken from an ex from the exorcist. Right, you know right, that right. happens in the exorcist, it's, but it's, it's a not-
0: spoof because like she just pisses for way too long uh, <laughs> in scary movie. Yeah, two. it's like a
1: gallon of fucking pee. Yeah, it's like flooding the living room.
0: Right. <laughs> oh man, that's funny, dude. Scary movie 1 and 2 are the best spoof movies and I don't think they did them like they Yeah, I
1: enjoyed... The the second one was good. I enjoyed the first one. And again, like, the timing was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, in fact, the funny thing about Scary Movie, the first Scary Movie, the first time I saw that was on a burnt CD on... Me too. On Timmy's computer. We all sat in his, his extra bedroom at his parents' house and all huddled around the computer and watched it on a 17-inch monitor. <laughs> Bro, and it we we felt like it was so cool because it was in the theater. That's but the, we were watching it at home. That's in the heyday of LimeWire and all
0: those Moxer. Sha- yeah, all yeah, those man. file sharing programs. You know I watched something recently and you know that's the reason why we have so much free content today because they Fought so hard and sued those um those websites and apps so ho- it was before apps right. those websites so hard, um but they could only drain so much out of them that they could realistically get and they had shared billions of dollars worth of content out to the world and so after that happened it's like oh well those websites are shut down but all this content is still out there floating in the ether. Like they, and I, they even showed like they tried to arrest a ton of people for um, copyright infringement. And that's when you saw all those um, anti pirating things Mm -hmm. on movies all the time. And um, so there's just so much out there. The industry morphed into um, creating profit around free content. Like, hey, here's all this free content, but this is what it costs to stream it, or this is what it costs for merchandise if you're a fan. Right. And so they, the industry, like movies and, um, well, maybe not movies because you have to pay to see movies, but um, like music and everything, that's why um, you know they morphed into Spotify where you pay right. a monthly Amazon. rate and you have access to all the music in the world. Yep. So it all came from that time of Napster and LimeWire and Oh for sure. That's for people where it all stemmed from. Who didn't take advantage of that at that time, you are like you missed out. Dude, so I have many things. I have
1: a five hundred gig hard drive that I can't access the information on it. Like I think if I bring it to like Best Buy or something, they could probably get the data off of it. And it's pretty much five hundred gigs worth of music. I'll never from like since I was in high school dude it's a ton
0: of shit we live in this day of iphones right now and we're only progressing more into the future i will never forget the day i will never forget the day (laughs) i had my parents dsl connection which means i tied up the internet i mean I tied up the phone lines to do whatever i was doing i had like two hours a day on the computer or whatever i'd plug in the telephone cable to my computer and I was trying to download Inglorious Bastards forever. (sighs) I did it for like two days because I'd have two hours at a time to download the movie and it was so many uh, megabytes or gigabytes that it took forever on a DSL connection. So I waited two days and you know how those files were always mislabeled and shit? Mm -hmm. I had a bootleg uh, German version where this guy in a German movie theater has a camera on oh, his knee. Oh, there's a camera. Yep, and he was taking a video of you the movie. You see people
1: walking in front of the screen and shit.
0: Yeah, but the thing was, even in Germany, they had English subtitles. I don't know why, but um, I could read the subtitles. And I watched this dude's bootleg copy of *Inglorious Bastards <laughs> before it came out in the movie theaters in the U.S. So oh, yeah, man. I was
1: stoked about that, but I was really bummed out it was in German. I, um, I remember DSL, man, like, at the time, like, it was like, whoa, that's the fucking, that's the best shit you can get, and then, man, very, not, not long after, like, cable and fiber came out and shit, um, but you, you tell me, tell me that story reminded me of, uh, when I got my Fire Stick, my first Fire Stick, and I had, a uh, Cody on it, uh, um, I watched this movie called uh, Guardians, not Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians.
0: Oh God! This is what the sound you heard when you were logging on to DSL. No, that's dial-up. That ain't oh, DSL. Dial-up. This is what I'm talking about. Though, oh, you
1: talking about dial? Oh yeah, dude. That's fucking that's snail space right
0: there, <laughs> dude. That sound every single
1: time. Every
0: single time. That's it connecting to your phone lines and going into the ether of the internet
1: world. Oh, yeah, man. I remember when that was your only option. Like, I remember when the internet came out and dial-up was the only thing you had. And it was slow as fuck, but since it was the only thing, you were like, you didn't have nothing to compare it to. Um, But this movie, Guardians, dude, you should totally check it out. It's fucking dope. Like, it's been around for a while now, so it's pretty easy to find on, like, Streaming services and shit yeah um, but it's a Russian superhero movie, and it's like a superhero team like the Avengers, but they're like very different, like not like American superheroes, like uh, like one of the dudes straight up turns into a fucking big ass grizzly bear or like a kodiak bear or something like this it's like he just straight up turns into a bear, and then this other guy he has like these these scythe like blades they're on handles but like the blades are completely round like that so it's like these round swords and he has like like um teleport ability like nightcrawler to where he can like like and appear like disappear and reappear in places so he's like super fast dude it's a super cool show it's a really cool movie but um i think there's an an english dubbed version and then there's a version in Russian. You can read the English subtitles. But either of them are fucking tight. Man.
0: We should watch something soon, man. Something good.
1: Yeah, man. You seen The Joker yet? Yeah. I want to see it again, though. I haven't seen it. It's I want good. To it's really good. I saw
0: a clip, and it seems like a brand new take of The Joker. Oh, it
1: is. It's a completely, completely different
0: take on the whole story. If you had to rank these three actors from best to worst, and when I say worst, I mean least best. Right. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Johnny Depp, Joaquin Phoenix.
1: Joaquin Phoenix, John Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio. You put Leonardo uh, last? Yeah. Why is that? Man, just, not that he's a bad actor, but yeah. John Depp and Joaquin Phoenix are better than him, in my opinion. It Yeah. I was thinking about... Because, look, man, there's some... John- there's some uh, Leo DiCaprio movies that I fucking love, like The Beach. You ever saw that? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, I've never even wow. heard of that. The Beach.
0: What is that like? Um, dude, is we, that when he was young and he was with uh, this
1: girl and this dude? Mm, or am I thinking of a different movie? Well, he. I mean, it, it's probably from like the '90s, I think. Either late '90s, early 2000s. So he's fairly young and he like goes to like Thailand or something like that and he meets these strangers and they go partying and they end up finding this map to like this secret secluded island and they go out there and they find out that like you know it's it's a very secluded like secret place and the only way you can get there is if you're kind of invited and since they Went there uninvited. They can't, like, they were like, you can't leave. Like, we don't want people knowing about this place. So, you know, we only go to the mainland when we need supplies, but like, we've built our own community out here. Dude, it's a fucking dope movie. Dude, it was, it's it really sh- good.
0: Was it Shutter Island he was in? Yeah, he were
1: was he- in that. He was like a detective.
0: Wasn't that a crazy, you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. The crazy twist at the end?
1: Yeah, wasn't it like, it was him all along, or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, he was trying to investigate this huge thing, like, and turns out at the end of the movie, he's a patient in Shutter Island yeah. with multiple personality. Like, right, it, like the ho- Pretty much the whole movie was in his head. Exactly, like the whole thing was him investigating himself. Right, all in his head. That was, I think, an M. Night Shyamalan movie. I heard a thing about M. Was M. Was
1: it? Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. What was? Shyamalan's most recent movie we saw that was fucking awesome. God damn it. Uh, what most, was his most recent movie? These are all his movies. Let's see.
0: Before, we yeah. can go in, well, not in order. Unbreakable, Glass, Split, The Sixth Sense. Split the was village, really good. The science, Village was good. The
1: Visit. The happening, that was good. You ever saw that?
0: I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I liked it. Um, the Last Airbender was horrible. Yeah, that, w- that was that was a... De- come on, M. Night. <laughs> yeah. on. Lady
1: in the Water was dope.
0: Oh, I didn't know he made Stuart Little. How
1: cute. <laughs> Devil was fucking tight. That's a good movie, man. Man. Look at that stud, M. Night. I think... I want to say we maybe watched a series recently that he did. Yeah, I'm not sure because none of those were what I was thinking. I can't think of the name of it offhand, but I want to say we saw something recently from I M. Night dead Shyamalan. People. Glass was good though. Did you see that? I see dead people. Anyway, I'm sorry. Did <laughs> you see Glass? Uh no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I feel like I had. Oh no, that's new. I haven't seen that. So the story is like you know how did you see Unbreakable? With Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson? No, I can tell you what
0: I've seen. I've seen The Sixth Sense. I've seen The Visit. I've seen The Happening, The Last Airbender, Lady in the Water, Stuart Little, uh, and that's
1: it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah,
0: I haven't seen too many.
1: I've I've always been a fan of his movies.
0: I even miss Split, and I really want to see that.
1: Split, Unbreakable, and Glass is like an unofficial trilogy. Because So the first one was Unbreakable in 2000, and Bruce Willis is like this normal guy. And throughout his life, he's been in situations where, you know, he was like in a tr- massive train wreck, and every, like a train got derailed and shit. It was this huge accident. Everybody on the train died except for him. And, he, you know, as a kid, he was in these situations where like, you know, a, he was on a school bus and it would crash and he would, like, lift a school bus off of the kids so that they can get to safety or something like that. Like, all these unexplained, like, feats of strength and, like, just supernatural ability. And so he's just always been, like, this super strong guy, but he's completely normal looking. I mean, he's Bruce Willis. And, you know, he just lead, leads a normal life. Well, unbeknownst to him, there's this other guy... In his entire life, he has literally broken every bone in his body countless amounts of times. These horrible accidents, these freak accidents to where he just falls downstairs, breaks his legs, his arms, you know, I mean, he just breaks everything. And he call, everybody calls him Mr. Glass. And it's Sam Jackson. He's in like a wheelchair. <laughs> And he ends up being, like, this villainous character to where he's trying to, like, do something bad because he's mad at the world for the, the cards he's been dealt. And, you know, he's trying to get Bruce Willis to work with him because he's strong. He's like, you're everything that I'm not, you know, and you're you're my counterpart. Like, we're meant to be together because you're, you're strong. But, you know, I have all this, like, super—because intell- that was his thing. Like, even though he was in a wheelchair and broken, he was super smart. And, yeah. like, he could, re- like, manipulate people. And he was just, like, really smart. The mind and bronze. Right, right. So then Split came second and didn't involve those two characters hardly at all, if any. But James McAvoy plays this fucking crazy dude with split personalities. And split personalities to the point where, like, he can, like change himself physically to be somebody else. Like, and the characters are like a, a little boy, um, an old lady, like this strict, like middle-aged, like nun, like strict German woman or something, you know, like, just very diverse characters. And then one of them is the beast and all the, all the personalities that he, he, he has, they're all afraid of the beast. And n- none of them want the beast to come out. So like he kidnaps these girls and like he's interact like the whole movie. He's interacting with them as different personalities. And they're like, what the fuck is the matter with you? Because he'll like go in there as the guy that kidnapped him. He's just this real like ex-military, just not right in the head, just, you know, normal guy, whatever. And he locks him. And he's like, look, just stay in here. Be good, you know, and you'll you'll be fine you know just stay quiet and he closed the door and locks it and a little while later you hear him come back to the door and he opens the door and he's like (laughs) he's acting like like a six-year-old kid he's like hey what's going on (laughs) he's like sorry he did that to you you know but he's a nice guy he's a nice guy you just gotta get to know him and they're like what the fuck? Like, you you put me in here. Like, you at me. And the whole movie, he's interacting with these girls as different personalities. It's really cool. Wow. Oh, dude, it's super cool. And then Glass is the one where all three of them converge in the same like they've all been involved in the same universe because like you know how like like superhero like Marvel movies at the end of each movie they'll have like a little hidden easter egg at the end when you watch the whole credits right they had those on all, all three of these so like on Unbreakable there was kind of like a little easter egg about something you didn't know what because I mean look at the year difference 2000 2016, 2019, yeah. 16 years went from first movie to second movie.
0: This whole um, this whole collection here is 20 years worth of movies. However, it doesn't
1: look like much happened between 2000 and 2008. Yeah, I mean, he kind of went on a hiatus for a while. But... We had a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devil is really good, too, man. That, you definitely should watch that. That's fucking awesome. Which one? Devil. Oh yeah? It's a good scary movie, man. It's really good. I'm in the mood for a new scary movie. We've dude, we've seen Devil so many times. The Village too. Have you seen The Village? No, I've heard about that. I heard it was oh, pretty good. Man, that is click on it. See how long it is. What do you think is the worst M night Shyamalan movie? Um An hour and forty nine minutes. Oof, almost two hours. Yeah. Watch. yeah I don't want to I don't want to stay that late because uh, I would totally watch it because it's really good um what was the worst one I mean I never saw I never saw the last airbender but I know it's terrible so I'm not gonna waste my time yeah but good. I've seen <laughs> she's all that that's crazy he did that I haven't seen praying with anger or wide awake who is that guy? What is he from? What's Freddie Prince guy? Jr. It's like a fucking cheesy chick flick from the nineties.
0: Yeah, but uh, what
1: he was in uh I know what you did he, last summer.
0: Oh yeah, he plays
1: like a douche. Yeah, he plays like <laughs> the the like the high school quarterback and like his and dude look that's fucking uh Paul Walker.
0: Where? Oh, that's Paul Walker.
1: Yeah, dude, that's Paul
0: Walker. Man, he really changed yeah <laughs> um i mean we're, we're gonna have some more chilling to do but no for sure as far as the podcast
1: we're, we're over an hour um any but cl- to answer your question after earth was pretty fucking bad after earth yeah <laughs> that was a pretty bad movie i'll give it a watch I'll, I'll it was be- it's will smith and jaden smith so it's him and his son like playing father and son in the movie One night, we should have a bad movie night. We pick our our favorite bad movie. Oh, dude. I'm about that, man. I'm about that. Because, like I said, me and Kate, all we we do is watch movies. So, I could definitely... Like, there's some super, super good, like, cheesy, bad but good Christmas horror movies. Oh, I have a couple. I have a couple. The Chicken Party? (laughs) (laughs) Bro. We... For, we, we watched that movie like we found we, we discovered it in 2018 and two years in a row we watched it multiple times for Christmas <laughs> it's fucking good well hey man I want to hang out with you some more I don't want to take up all your time um, yeah but let's get off the air yeah um, any closing remarks? nah man i um, looking forward to putting some more energy out into this and yeah. um, creating some content so much more to come Love
0: y'all. I really appreciate you being on my first return episode after my little hiatus. You but already know it, man. I want to let everybody know I'm back. Um, like I I'm said, I'm back, baby. I'm back, oh baby, I'm back. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna be putting out more content continuously. This podcast is gonna be the main thing because um, it takes me a long time to work on this music and on these cartoons. Um, so I'm going to be really gunning at that. But if you want to see you know, things coming up or you want to find out where to get this podcast, go to The Attic Productions on Instagram. Follow us there. That's where I mainly post. But we also have a Facebook page. Um, holla at me there, folks. Holla, holla. Um, and that's basically it. We're going to be having a really fun show for you guys. I can't wait to bring it to you. But for now, I love you guys. And see you all soon.
1: Peace. Peace.